we all react differently to challenging or distressing situations. Um, some of us might be more likely to go into battle when you face a challenge. You kind of try and work it out. You try and fix the situation. Then there are some of us who, who tend to run from challenges, right? <laughs> we uh, distract ourselves with other things. We pretend it's not there. We keep busy. You might, um, I don't know, jump online and book your next holiday or go to Chadston and buy some shoes or something. <laughs> and then there are some of us who, who, at times, can be sort of in the middle of those two. We might sort of play the victim. You think, oh, poor me. You know, and um, go and tell as many people as we can our problems and um, blame and criticise and... The truth is that we've probably been all three, we've all had all three of those reactions at different times in our life, right? Sometimes with the same situation. Um, but I want you to observe how King Hezekiah responds to his distressing news today in our first reading. The prophet Isaiah is sent to him by God to let him know that his time was up. He says, put your affairs in order. You are going to die. You will not live. There you go. <laughs> How's that for a message, huh? But did you notice how Hezekiah, he didn't try and fight it? You know, he didn't go to the best physicians and say, yeah, what's wrong with me? Fix me. He didn't, uh, he didn't run from it. He didn't pretend it wasn't there. He didn't deny this kind of word from Isaiah. And he also didn't play the victim, right? He didn't say, oh, poor me. What did he do? He brought his distress before God with a humble heart. And it was, it was that response of Hezekiah that was ultimately effective. The Lord says to him after, after, he came, after Hezekiah came to him with that humility, uh, the Lord says, I've heard your prayer and I've seen your tears. I've heard your prayer and I've seen your tears. I will cure you in three days' time. You should go up to the temple of the Lord. I will add 15 years to your life. There is something about a humble heart that opens us more fully to God's life, to, to his saving power. The psalmist says, um, a humbled, contrite heart you will not spurn. Right? We see um, Mary declares that too, doesn't she? Um, the Lord has, what did she say, in my lowliness? <laughs> um, he looks on his servant in her lowliness, and, and henceforth all ages will call me blessed. This is also why uh, St. Bonaventure would say that the simple and the uneducated can have a clearer vision of God than the learned, right? He was very learned. So that was a big statement from him. I think the reason why he would make that comment is that he knew that the simple and the uneducated, they're less likely to be dominated by their ego. They're less likely um, to have an ex expectation that things should go their way. They're less likely to try and work out life on their own 
to take control of things and you know, ultimately to take the place of God. The simple and the uneducated have less obstacles between them and God. They're more open to a power bigger than themselves. Now, having a humble heart doesn't mean that we don't do what we can to resolve a situation, right? But it does mean that we always go to God first. That's what Hezekiah witnesses to us today. He goes to God first. And this, this is really the, the simple spiritual principle that can help us to grow in a heart of, of trusting surrender. It's just to keep going to God first. When we have a desire or when we have a problem or when, we, when we're distressed, to go to God first. To, to seek out God's direction and God's heart. What's your will in this situation, Lord? To, to seek out his wisdom, to, to surrender it to him. Like Hezekiah, to, to share with God what you feel and what you think about the situation that you're facing. And then the important thing to do is to listen. To listen to what God says in return. 